When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. From 7pm on SENZ. Shop the Chemist Warehouse Finals Fever Sale and find 40% off the INC Sports Nutrition range. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. CNZ, 4 minutes past 6, 22, June 2022. Welcome into the show, welcome into SCNZ for another day. Sports fans and good Kiwis right around Aotearoa, great to have you company. We are past the shortest day of the year, Kempi. We're on the downhill slope, brother. Summer is not far away. You and Trev <laughs> McEwen will be out shredding the... <laughs> you'll, you'll be out oh, shooting you can, the bar in no time. If you can get some waves off Trevor, yeah, mate. I'm uh, I'm looking, I was actually only talking about that yesterday. Looking forward to jumping back on my board with my new knee and um, hopefully it doesn't, uh, I don't get too sore, I guess. But you're dead right, mate. Exciting um, time of the year. You know, Matariki around the corner, our first um, recognition of that holiday on Friday. It's, you know, pretty cool. Pretty cool time. Wake up this morning, Louie. I... The, the, the skies were clear. I said a little karakia. Um, 
up to Ngāwhitu, the stars, and uh, yeah, came in full of energy this morning, feeling really good about today's show. Yeah, I think you've terrified the kitchen this morning, Kempe. I mean, you're full of energy. Um, <laughs> you're really up and about today, which is good to see for a Wednesday. It's a hump day. Sports, there's plenty of it going on, of course, and today we're going to talk about it. We're actually going to talk about, well, we have been doing some community interviews midweek and really enjoying it. Today we're going to actually talk about something that I think following on from our discussions over the last couple of weeks make a lot of sense. It's um, Raymond Greaves, who's the head coach of the Physical Disability New Zealand Rugby League side, and the Rugby League World Cup is coming up at the end of this year for able body. Uh, New Zealanders, but it's also an opportunity for the physical disability side, if they have got the right amount of funding, to get up there and put themselves on the world stage. So we'll talk to Raymond Greaves about how that process has been going. Looking forward to hearing from him. After 8 o'clock, we're going to catch up from with one of, I think, the most talented rugby players we've seen playing in New Zealand, um, Rua Tapoki. He is tough. He was talented, he had flair, he had a bit of guts about him, Kimpy. Tough kid. Tough as guts. And still looks like he can play, seriously. is as fit as a fiddle, coaching over the North Shore up here in Tamaki Makoto at the moment, um, alongside Frano Bodica and just giving back. Um, yeah, love, I, I love the guy. He's a, he is a fantastic player to watch and, and, and a great person just to talk to and hang around with. There you go. Okay, Rua Pokey. So he's one of New Zealand, the, for me. And yesterday, we, I think it was Jade came through with a text on double eight, double three. We're talking about New Zealand Māori players and who's your favourite. And gee, there were some epic nominations. But Rua Tapoki, I'm pretty sure it was Jade that came through with it. And it was such a good message just about how much mana he had when he pulled on that New Zealand or the All Blacks Māori, Māori All Blacks jersey. So he also played for Munster, remember? He went up there and he actually led the hucker. I've got this vivid memory of him leading the hucker against the All Blacks. Mm. And he, and like the Munster hucker, which was, you know, when, when All Blacks still played those midweek club games against uh, whoever it was, Munster or Leinster or the Barbars when they went up there. And I feel like it would have been 2008 or so. I've got this vivid memory. So Ireland's coming down. He's probably in quite a unique position to talk and preview this Irish uh, uh, Mouldy All Blacks series. Yeah, and he, and like I said, you know, he's still coaching, so he's really current with uh, with what's going on. And and you're dead right, you know, like um, a proud Māori and 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 proud of his heritage and where he's from. Uh, down the east coast, and of course he, you know, like that that text that came through yesterday was talking about the mana that uh, Rua has. So, mate, I'm looking forward to that, Louis. It'll be a good chat, good timing, you know, good timing with with Ireland coming down next week, and um, a good insight, I guess, to get from Rua on what he thinks the All Blacks and the Ireland uh, Test series is going to be like. Look, a, a couple of really well timed sporting events, actually. This um, having the Maori All Blacks. Sp- Brooped up at this time of year when we're celebrating our first Matariki as a public holiday. And I think it's a really clear um, definition to make. This isn't the first time we're celebrating Matariki. <laughs> it's, it's been hundreds of that, hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of years of celebrating Matariki, but as a public holiday. So I think it's pretty cool. And our guest after seven o'clock, Professor Rangi Matamua, I should say, Matamua is uh, going to be joining the show. And for 
us, Kempe, and you, who you've studied Māori Dim and you've gone and done your Te course, and for me, I've seen Rangi pop up on TV for a long time now. This is a pretty cool opportunity. Why don't you just give us a little bit of a one-on-one of who Rangi is and what his impact has been over Aotearoa over the last few years in particular? Well, for me, the journey uh, to understanding Mātar, um Matariki was was last year, and I knew a little bit about Matariki, but uh, I had the opportunity to sit down with thirty three students to talk in and in and around Matariki and what it meant to them, and putting the connections together between Matauranga Maori and the effects that it has um, um, through our whole our, our environment, the Taiao, our Finua, their land, and of course um, those that have gone before us, our kai, um, our food, everything like that. So. When we were doing the, the study on Matariki, um, a name that kept coming up was Rangi Mātāmua um, and a tōhonga in uh, Māoridom in and around uh, his understanding and his passing down of the knowledge of what Matariki uh, means to to everybody and what it should mean to us um, and the understanding of actually what Matariki is. So to get Rangi on the, on the, on the show today, mate, I just couldn't sleep. I was like, you know, I spent, you know, it's a good part of a month just in full study of Matariki last year, and then you got to stand up and talk, talk. Everyone has to stand up and talk for it for 15 minutes. It was quite funny, actually, Louis, because yesterday after we went to the New Zealand Rugby Union um, strategy meeting, I had to go and listen to my daughter, who was in the same course that I did, the full immersion course, and she was talking about Matariki. So um, her corridor was Atahua. It was beautiful, all about. Uh, Puanga and, and from the Taranaki iwi because Matariki across the country means something different to uh, each iwi and and we'll, we'll ask Rangi about that no doubt but I just think the timing of it um, and for him to come on our show such a busy man I've got to um, take my hat off and say thank you to Aroha for yeah. for talking to um, her whanau and, and bringing them on to be a part of the, the show today because it's um, mate it's fitting that's all that's really all Morena I can say Aroha Oh, Robbie, can we turn Aroha's news booth on? I would just like to say it's Matariki. So instead of like dragging out the A, it's Mata, you know, like um, when you mutter a word, Matariki, not Matariki. And I know it's, it's a tough one, so Matariki. It's actually short for uh, Na Mata Otearike, or the Na Mata Otearike Tāwhirimātea, the eyes of the god of Tāwhirimātea. So there you go, something. Isn't that beautiful? Matariki. Matariki. Matariki, yeah, so you know when you mutter, like yeah, a nutter. got it. Matariki. Matariki. And Rangi is, now he's many things. Don't, because I might say something rude. And his rap sheet is <laughs> extensive. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, Do you mean I was, the one I was writing on the, record or, or <laughs> your one? I was writing the notes on him this morning and I was thinking, it's like the list is on and on and on. What an interesting guy just doing a bit of research on him. And um, now... He's your cousin, right? He's your cuz. That's what they tell me. <laughs> yes, he is. And uh, we went to Victoria University together. Um, see, this is last night, because I don't want to make it too in-house, but just so that everyone gets a gets a bit of a feeling for you know how we are far, though, I'm sitting there trying to write some notes out for Louis to give a, a real portrayal of my dear cousin. But all the things I was writing were, like, funny and they weren't probably airable. So I thought, I'm just going to let Louis Google him instead. <laughs> and, um, but Rangi is 
one of those people you knew really early on was, and probably from our grandfathers as well, our grandfathers are brothers, um, really early on, he was going to do really cool things. He was mischief, which makes him so much more fun. And he's one of those wonderful public speakers who doesn't talk at you. He takes you on his quest. I call him Star-Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of grabbed this whole... And he's done something that's almost a bit Mission Impossible. And I know that there'll be people who are really sick of Kaupapa Māori. There are the ones that, you know, they message TV1 when the TV reporters speak, say the word kia ora, And there are always that group of people. Rangi has somehow managed to cast this net, which is very matariki, cast a net over an entire nation and mm. kind of um, catch everybody and haul them along on his quest um, in, a, in a really lovely way. And I didn't know that's what he was destined for, but I knew he was destined for cool stuff. You know what they're calling him, Araha? They call him, him the superstar of matariki. Superstar Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fitting um, title that you're giving him, Aroha, because of... I have others. It's story, you know, it's a storytelling of Māori uh, in times such as this that is, you know, for me, you know, where you can sit down and listen to them for hours talking about, you know, the history and how he's picked up um, the manifest, the 400-page manifest from his koro to, to spend the last 20 years dissecting it and still, uh, till this day, understanding it himself and passing that knowledge down. It took iho ki you know what I mean? So to both me and you about, you know, what it actually means. So uh, just to get him on for, you know, our 15 minutes today is just, I think, well, I was thinking about the outcome of this interview today a lot of people if you get a chance to tune in uh, after seven to, to listen to uh, Rangi uh, talk about Matariki you're going to be so enriched about uh, this time of year from someone no better who, who can talk about it so I uh, just want to say um, uh, for getting, getting us Rangi today it's, it's such a privilege Oh, sweet ass, bro. And also, <laughs> he's not boring. So if you're finding everything about this boring, when he gets on, you'll love him. You'll Do, want more of I him. I wonder if he's got a favourite uh, Māori All Black. Maybe we should ask him. Maybe we should ask him who his favourite Māori All Black of all time is. Uh, Jade, this, I found the text here rega- regarding Rua. Uh, Rua Tapoki is everything a Māori All Black should be. His mana, his leadership, his no-nonsense attitude from the front is my favourite. And I thought that was uh, a great text. So we've tracked him down, Kempi, and that'll be cool. Yesterday we did get along to New Zealand Rugby and heard about their re-imagined, rugby reimagined and their 2025 strategy. And I think New Zealand Rugby is, uh, they are definitely changing the way they do their business they're changing who they are and they have been for a while now and I think yesterday inviting a lot of people along to hear about who they are as a business the things they are doing that maybe we weren't aware of around inclusion diversity uh, analytics technology really trying to emphasize that they are a modern business and and want to move forward and it was more away from the actual on-field, so it was more the business of New Zealand rugby rather than the, the sport of rugby in Aotearoa. But they did talk and make a big emphasis, and they really wanted us to know that rugby is community, and they see community as rugby in New Zealand. Yeah, oh, look, I found it really interesting. Uh, it's, it's the first time I've ever been to a, a media 
all black scrum, f- f- um, so to speak, where uh, every media outlet in New Zealand looked like they were there. It isn't often like that, to be No, and, and, you know, the room was packed, and I was expecting more of a strategic uh, uh, presentation from Mark Robinson, but it, for me it, it was um, simply a PR exercise to connect with the media and bring them into a room to say, you know, this is what we're about, where we're moving towards in the future, and then talk to about a number of key components and elements that uh, were in the strategy as opposed to what the strategy actually was rolling um, out. So, mate, they've got to be happy. They've got to be happy with how many people turned up. Um, and you know, you've got to remember too, you know, they've just signed the $300-odd million uh, Silver Lake deal that, that really will... I guess, Louis, make a change to, to New Zealand rugby and the face of New Zealand rugby, especially in the community. So um, one of the things he talked about is that there's some risks associated with it and they'll make mistakes, but they're looking to sort of bring the game into the future and uh, with this new uh, 2025 strategy that uh, they, they rolled out yesterday. Yeah, that's that was an interesting part. I, I didn't take many notes, but just a couple of things piqued my interest. One was that more risks, and we're going to fail fast, and we're going to keep going. Um, you know, I, I was thinking, where are you willing to risk, and what does that necessarily mean as a business? So the community side of it's really um, obvious. They rugby as community go anywhere in New Zealand. You know that the probably the centre of the town is the rugby fields if it's not the town hall, and, and we kind of get that. But the willing to risk and fail fast, I thought that was really interesting. So it kind of earmarked maybe a, a changing of the guard at New Zealand Rugby and what they will be doing, the things we'll see them doing. And I think they wouldn't have invited us there yesterday to talk about it if they didn't want people watching out. So watch out for New Zealand Rugby. See the organisation progress moving forward. The other thing is they're going to be awfully accessible. So we're going to we're going to be able to follow along with the journey. And, um, yeah, it's an exciting time for sport in New Zealand. And it just feels so cool. It's all coming around up. Uh, it's all coming around Matariki. It's just everything I've read and learnt about Matariki over the last wee while, it's kind of being this week, it just kind of feels like there's a real sporting tie into it, Kempi. We've got the uh, Kiwis here where we're looking back on the past Kiwis players. You talking to Dylan Brown yesterday was so, so cool and, and this going on with uh, New Zealand rugby as well, almost like a, a born again kind of situation. It's um it's an interesting time. Yeah, yeah. I just want to wish Dylan Brown, we forgot uh, it was his birthday yesterday too, so it was a special day for him. First uh, first interview you know, on radio in a Kiwi jersey, celebrating your birthday with a Kiwi team. I couldn't think of any, any better birthday present myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just I, I listened to that interview again this morning coming into work. Uh, yeah, and you sort of miss things, you know, when you're, when you're interviewing, you sort of miss things. But what I didn't miss uh, was that I could hear in his voice just how excited he was to finally be in camp and represent New Zealand. Um, and of course, represent as Fano. So, yeah, big week of sport. I think a big week of sport across the board. Can't wait. Question of the day. Right. Well, gee whiz, we knew it was coming, didn't we? The next PGA player, PGA Tour player, to join Sharky Greg Norman's LIV Golf World Tour, backed by the Saudi Arabians, of course, the Empire. <sighs> Brooks Kepka, four-time major winner, absolutely dominant at his peak. He's adored by golf fans in America, probably because him and Bryson feud, and people usually take Brooks' side. But he's followed Bryson to the LIV World Tour. 
Man, we must be getting close to that player that you don't want the PGA Tour to lose. So who is it? Double eight, double three. I've got a $50 TAB bonus bet or 0800-150-811. Who is the next PGA Tour star to go? Who's the next cab off the rank? Because now it's getting to the point, every single time one of these stars goes, it makes it easier for the next one. Because they want to, they will say, the athletes will say, we want to be on the most competitive tour. So every time a star like Brooks goes, it makes it easier for the next one. Who is the next PGA Tour player that you can see pulling stumps from the PGA Tour and heading to Sharky Norman's LIV Golf? Man, Brooks Koepka did not really expect to wake up to that one. PGA Tour, even after all the success I've just had with McElroy, the Canadian Open, and the US Open being a success, LIV Tour is hovering with intent. 22 minutes past six. Give us a call, 0800 150 if you're a golf fan. I've got a $50 TAB bonus bet for the best nomination. Kempe gives his after this. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.